Welcome to the Can! This is a show dedicated to helping singers, songwriters, and indie artists like you create leverage in the music business. What is leverage, you ask? It's a strategic advantage. It's the power to act effectively. And we want to help you gain that strategic advantage and the power to make stuff happen. It means you're coming in with with business. You're coming in with a reputation, not with potential. They can already see what's going on and they want to make it bigger. Whether you're a writer, whether you're an artist, that's what you're going to need to succeed in the new music industry. And that's why we called this podcast The Climb, C-L-I-M-B, Creating Leverage in the Music Business. It's a backronym. And uh, the uh, genius that came up with that is my good friend and co-host, Mr. Brent Baxter. Brent is an award-winning hit songwriter with cuts by Alan Jackson, Randy Travis, Lady Antebellum, Joe Nichols, and more. And what I love about Brent is he helps songwriters like you Turn pro by revealing how you write like a pro, do business like a pro, and not only that, he actually connects you to the pros on a regular, and you can find Brent at songwritingpro.com. Once again, that's songwritingpro.com. And I would like to introduce you to my co-host, Johnny Dwinell. Johnny owns Daredevil Production. Daredevil has created over 25, yes, 25 national TV opportunities for their indie artists by making them discoverable. They've also created multiple tour opportunities and through the power of digital marketing data, they've attracted a number of investors for their artists and investors love those numbers because numbers can't lie because numbers can't talk. You can find Johnny at daredevilproduction.com. That's production singular, no S and there is no S because there is no other Johnny D. What's up brother? How you doing? Oh, doing all right. This last weekend, we got to take a, Ruby Jean to build a bear for her uh, for her birthday. She got a little Paw Patrol what, sky. What's that? Build a bear. Is that, is that like the Bilderbergs. Like, is there some shady world domination stuff going it, on? There is world domination that happens. <laughs> so obviously, you don't have five kids. Um, no. So yeah, it's a place in a mall that you go and you stand in line, and they have these unstuffed stuffed animals that you can buy at yeah for that kind of price is whatever. So all these different genres of stuffed animals but they're not stuffed and then you get to buy accessories pick out your deflated doll or in this case so it's like it's like a doll carcass like what happens yeah, it's when a carcass. It. yeah. yeah. <laughs> they've yeah they've shed this their skin something sucked their innards out and uh you go pick you know buy their accessories and get birth certificate little sounds the scents and stuff in them you know so you can get stuff with whatever and then you go and you get them stuffed and so you can record sounds put them in their paws so you squeeze it it says we love you or happy birthday or whatever the animal's catchphrase is if it's a you know, tie-in dog. <laughs> oh wait that's <laughs> South Park. <laughs> <laughs> um, and all kinds of stuff so she got the paw patrol one so it has all like this dog's this pup's gotta fly and uh, whatever her catchphrases are and you can do oh, all this stuff, add-ons, you know, scents and little heartbeats and all this kind of stuff. And these, we literally stood in line for an hour after we got her and her stuff to get it stuffed. Yippee. Yippee. Great. Happy birthday, Ruby Jean. Happy birthday, Ruby Jean. Build-A-Bear. Build-A-Bear. Not to be confused with the Build-A-Bird. Nope. So anyway, that What are we going to learn today? Not about that. Uh, we are going to learn about, you're going to pose a question and then hopefully give you some good answers. The question is, is it necessary to go to a school like college or university to learn how to write songs or, and get in the music business or is there a better, faster way? Are you going to go to college for this stuff? University or not? I get an opinion. Which I've run across once or twice, and we have some thoughts on it, and I'm sure you do too, Johnny. (laughs) 
All right. Well, before we do that, let's take care of a little business here. The Klein Podcast, as always, is proud to partner with disc makers who have been supporting indie musicians before indie music was even a thing. Uh, when you're ready to make CDs, DVDs, vinyl, which is, by the way, outsold DVDs and downloads, or I'm sorry, CDs and downloads last year. Wow. Vinyl did. That's kind of crazy. Or distribute huh. your music and videos with customized USBs. Go to discmakers.com. That's D-I-S-C as in Charlie, discmakers.com. The only place you need to go. That's right. And while you're there, click on the guides and resources tab and download some of their excellent free guides. They've just revised and expanded their home studio handbook, which has a ton of great advice and information, both for newbies and studio veterans. You can find them online at www www.discmakers.com or give them a call at 800-468-9353. That's 800-468-9353. That's right. And if you haven't joined the Climb community, please do so. Search for the Climb community on Facebook. Ask Mm -hmm. to be let in. We let everybody in because we're always nice until it's time to not be nice. Exactly. That's when you get roadhoused if you can't follow the simple rules. That's right. (laughs) This is a great community for you to ask songwriting questions, marketing questions, different strategies. Uh, Lots of people join in and have an opinion. And and every time I read them, by the way, I I don't know about you, but I always feel like they're they're good. They're solid. Like I'm, I'm always like the fifth one to comment or something. I'm like, these are all great. And And, (laughs) it's not like, whoa, whoa, hold on. That's, that's not the way to go. Like Johnny can fix everything, but you can tell, yeah, people have been listening. People have some good ideas, good input. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. And subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already. So all those Tuesday full-on episodes and Friday mini-sodes come right into your podcast player wherever you like to listen to podcasts, and you can consume them at will. Bounce around to whatever one you want, but it keeps them in order. Take 30 seconds and leave a five-star rating and review. Let other people know how you feel about it. Mm -hmm. And finally, the best possible Pat on the back, the best possible validation that you could give to Mr. Brent and myself is to share it. Tell a friend, tell a fellow songwriter, tell a musician, tell somebody else. If there's a podcast episode that sticks out to you, share it on your social media and tell people why you like it. That is social proof straight up. And Mm -hmm. that's what gets other people to listen to us and expands our audience, which is what we're trying to do. We're trying to get the art and the artist in front of new eyeballs, right? That's right. That's right. And speaking of reviews, I think we have one, don't we? We do have one. I'm going to read that for you. because this, this is an is, iTunes review. This is crazy. Yeah. It's a five-star review, and it's by uh, Channel Liam. Channel Liam, which is Liam. I don't know. Channel Liam. That's, that's how you would pronounce that. It says, this is crazy cool. It says, J&B have completely shifted my worldview on the music industry and injected a new sense of hope and excitement about my career as a singer and songwriter. I value this podcast more than my MBA in undergrad marketing. Thank you, Shannon Liam. Yeah, that thank you. That's about, uh, one of the coolest reviews we've ever gotten, I'm pretty that's sure. That's awesome. So yeah, that does my heart good. And it's completely on topic. Yeah, right? even better. It was next in line. Chandelier, <laughs> you're reading our minds. <laughs> thank you, Chandelier. <laughs> I know. Thank you. That, that's a, yes, that's amazing. That is. So, I know. So we go over these right before, like, hey, what's the next one in the queue? Johnny read that to me. I'm like, dude, seriously, that is exactly what I want to talk about today already. So it's Yeah, amazing. that just happened on the 14th of February, which is cool. So it takes a, a, a few days to 
sort of pop up and become visible. Awesome review. So yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today is, is it necessary to go to a school, college or university to learn to write songs, get in the music business, or is there a better, faster way? Well, Shanna Leon might say that this very podcast <laughs> is more valuable. I'm going to go with that. I mean, that's, that's what he said. That's not my, what he might say. That's what that's he said. What he just said. If you don't believe well, her, I, it might be a girl. Yeah. I'm not sure. What this wonderful person said, you can go to iTunes, check it out for yourself. And while you're there, leave a review if you feel so. Yeah. Beat, beat that. Beat that one. <laughs> so we're, um, we're not going to contradict uh, what our fellow climbers have to say. I'm going to agree that you don't have to go to college or university to get some sort of like, specifically like songwriting degree or even music business to break in. Or if you want to be an artist, I don't think you have to do that. Now, like Shannon Liam, which is not a, um, uh, a pen name for myself or an alias. I also went to college. I went to Arkansas State University. I got my undergrad in human resource management with the hours for a minor in marketing. And then I stuck around and got my MBA, my master's in business administration. So, Shanelene, we have something in common. And what, you know, I didn't go to school for songwriting, but you know what? I, I'm, I'm making a living in the music business. Mm-hmm. And I've had hit. And I've had cuts. And so, you know, I'm just kind of some living proof that you don't have to go to college for that. Same thing with you, Johnny. Yeah, me too. I mean, I went to one year of college at UW-Whitewater, Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Just did not want to be there. That was a promise I made to my dad. He's like, look, you got to go one year. Just (laughs) if you like. But I think he knew it just wasn't going to be for me. But then we got that contract to go on tour. So I was like, see ya. Yeah. (laughs) Went out and did the rock and roll thing and, um, and learned that way. Yeah. And my wife, you know, she, she did a little community college and she moved to Nashville and went to cosmetology school. And now she makes a living from the music business as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many things I could, there's so many places I could go. But I'm not. Uh, she's a Christian. <laughs> yes. So. I'm just joking. I love my That's wife. A big old um, door. <laughs> just, yeah, just making jokes here. So, okay. So, yeah. I want, here's the deal. I, I don't have anything against schools or schooling. Okay. So, yeah. I went to college for like six years. Okay. So, obviously, I'm not anti-college. So, you know, between me and John, we average out to, you know, like three and a half years, just about getting our bachelor's. <laughs> so, um, you know, and schools, here's the thing, though. I know some very talented, successful musicians who went to well-known music schools like Berkeley, uh, Belmont, you know, MTSU has a good music business program. You know, a friend of mine, Odie Blackman teaches there. I don't have anything against them. I love Odie. Yeah. Odie's awesome. That's right. You know, Odie. Um, So nothing to say against them, but I don't think that it is a must have. If you want to get in the music business, if you want to get, you know, songs on records and stuff that you have to go to a school and the big thing is rack up all that debt to yeah. do this for a living. Johnny and I are both living proof. You don't have to do this to, do, right. the, to do that, to do this for a living. Rack up um, debt other ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, I guess you're free to do that. America. Uh, the thing is those schools are expensive, man. I don't even know how much Belmont is. It's Ooh, hugely yeah. expensive. Crazy uh, expensive. Vanderbilt is a Nashville buddy of mine. Um, went to Vanderbilt as a way to get down to Nashville and to also get a good education. And this person does music full-time for a living, didn't go to school at Vanderbilt for music, but he's still paying for it. I'm sure, you know, paying yeah. for that Vandy education probably will be for quite a while. 
Vandy's a great school. Very expensive. And I was like, oh, boy, there's probably better ways you could have come down to get to Nashville than picking the most expensive school. <laughs> in the, yeah, like 80 you know, grand a year or something like that? Something like, like that. Ridiculous. I don't even know. Uh, Arkansas State was not nearly that. A lot of hookers and heroin. <laughs> <laughs> the things you could, it's called opportunity cost. That's one thing I did learn in college is opportunity cost. Yeah. Where you give up in order to do something else. That's right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you got to have priorities. <laughs> Gosh. Kids listen to this um so anyway that's the, i didn't go to music school i went to business school so all my songwriting training was through self-study was through books through co-writers and workshops and i didn't even have blogs or podcasts at the time because there weren't really any all yeah, right that's right definitely no podcast at the time and it took time but i eventually learned enough to get some cuts to get some hits and to get some publishing deals and here's the thing i think you can learn faster than i did if you're willing to focus. So I, th- I think there are so many more ways to learn songwriting from anywhere in the world now than there was when I was back in Arkansas, right? When I was putting my time either at Arkansas state or after I got out of school and was working in a cubicle at Altel for a couple of years before I finally moved to Nashville. Heck, you know, John, you and I give out free information every week mm-hmm. through this podcast. Yeah. And I also do through the songwritingpro.com blog. And so, and Twitter and Instagram and all these places you can go and you can get free tips and resources and all that stuff. So that's free that we're going out every week. That's a whole lot cheaper than tuition, right? Also, there, there are paid courses and coaching where you can learn from the pros. Like the great thing is you can get like personalized attention for just a fraction of the time and cost of one semester in college. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, a big, I'm a big fan of that. I mean, I've spent a significant chunk of change on Facebook coaching, mm-hmm. on, on digital marketing coaching, and wow. how to work the algorithm, how it works, how to m- make Facebook work. And, and he, you know, here's, here's a really good point that, that I would like to bring up to this because my coach is Rick Mulready. That's his name. Mm-hmm. He's a big time Facebook times. coach. Yeah. Like he's, mm-hmm. his, he's got a million podcast listeners. Like he's insanely good. Super, super good guy, super knowledgeable. And uh, I, he came into my awareness through his podcast and I was, you know how Confucius says when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, he appeared and I was ready. And so I paid to go to this event that everybody that was at the event got there because they bought his course first. And the course is like three grand. Mm-hmm. it's not cheap but they paid to they got the course and then they paid to go out to this event in san diego i went out to the event in san diego because it's the first thing i i heard of i'm like i'm going you know mm-hmm. and everybody else like a little bit farther ahead than me on mm-hmm. on different ways to work that stuff but you know what i found out that <clears throat> one of the strengths that i have that i bring to my company and to my clients is the creative it's this class is teaching you how to work the system, right? How to work the Facebook ads, Facebook business, backend dashboard. It's kind of teaching you the science of it, right? The how to. The science of it. And like, you can't be, if if you're going, if your objective is going to be conversions, but you don't have a pixel on the page that you want to convert to Facebook can't convert. So if you Mm. spend money to do that, it's going to, it's going to stop itself. 
mm-hmm. but it's still costing you money. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's saying we're not getting conversions. Like, oh, and then the price goes crazy. So you have to know what you're doing, right? To, to work mm-hmm. the machine. It's kind of like being a NASCAR driver. Like it's one thing to have the fastest car. It's another thing to have a good driver. Right, and, yeah. and you have to know how to do it. And so the creative though was, I mean, I had great, like some of the prices I was getting for, because uh, in, in the Facebook and the Google marketing, it's on a... Um, auction, right? So the more mm. interesting your content is that, that you're trying to push out there, the lower the cost. Yeah. So when I'm getting 10 second views for a penny, uh, everybody else is looking at me like, wait, what? And they're getting 50 cents. It's still, um, it was a moment of pride for me, but it's still, it's those other people still making money, right? Because they're mm. 50 cents for the 10 second view or for the conversion getting uh, way more money, right? For, right. from, from an account or whatever. So it makes sense. It still makes sense financially. But my point is, and I had the same, I'll be honest with you, like a kind of a snooty attitude, a snotty attitude. It was Mm -hmm. probably wrong. But when I was a musician, I never, when, if somebody said they were like from MIT, like Mm -hmm. the Musicians Institute in Hollywood or whatever, the first thing I did was inside my head, I rolled my eyes like, Oh, okay. Yeah. A lot of times they came with an attitude or whatever. And it, you can learn about, all the music that you want to learn about, you can learn about all the lyrics that you want to learn about, but it's not going to replace the feel, right? It's not going to teach you to be vulnerable. It's not going to teach you to, to find the pocket. It's not, it, you mm-hmm. know, some people do, some people don't. I'm not knocking it. I, I knocked it back then. I'm being honest with you. But, <laughs> yeah. but now I don't, but I, I, it's still, what I learned was, okay, these are tools that you can use, but it, it's not, it does, you don't walk out of there like, okay, now I'm a musician. Right now I'm a songwriter because maybe you're not, (laughs) Mm -hmm. you know, there's still the heart has to go in there. And the only way to get that heart is to do the work, right. And to, and to study the people that you love. And and I think, you know, going to your example to the Rick Mulready thing is. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners, Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. you know, say the, say you did the course, I don't know what the price of the event was, say the course is three grand. 
you know, that's less expensive than a lot of colleges. Yeah. You know, certainly Vanderbilt. <laughs> uh, certainly less expensive than Vanderbilt. More more expensive than ASU was at the time I went for a semester, but who knows what it is now. It's been quite a while. So probably comparable to semester college, but you're learning. You picked what you wanted to learn, a very targeted thing that's going to help you make money. And so yeah. it's an investment that's going to help you make that money back. Already paid versus, off. Yeah. There you go. Versus, you know, a lot of college stuff. How much do I still use from my MBA stuff? Even though I'm in business, I have a business, a music business. How much do I still use from that versus, you know, you can go, okay, I need to learn, you know, a guitar teacher, <laughs> you know, they can get personalized instruction. You're going to use what you learn yeah, because you're learning how 100% to make of it, all that stuff apply. you're going to use. The stuff that I teach, if you're smart, you're going to use it, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're going to use it when you're writing your songs. And there's a lot of stuff in colleges, you know, you talk about your core classes and that kind of stuff. Like everyone's got to take the, math classes, everyone's got to take the whatever classes, the kind of the gen ed classes that you're not, that's not right on target, but you're still paying for them, still taking your time, you still got to do the homework and all this stuff. I think one of the the ways to speed it up is to, you can say, you know, what are my deficiencies? What I need to learn? And you can go out and you can piecemeal together something that's really just as good as if you spent four years, I think, to go to a a major college that has a music program or a music business program, that sort of thing. I mean, I was studying it just from books and that was before Amazon was really up and kicking. And I was going down to Barnes and Noble and books a million trying to, you know, scour the shelves for some music business books. Yeah. You have so many more resources now. Can I, can I, I don't want to hijack your episode here, but I got a lot to say about this. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Buckle up people. I mean, so every time I would get like a new account, I would, Mm -hmm. I would do that. I would buy like, I would treat myself to three books from Amazon. Mm -hmm. I get them used, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm paying like less than 10 bucks a book typically. Mm -hmm. Rarely did I pay over $10. And that's where I learned what was really going on. Mm -hmm. I think that, that like the schools have a good, they're good for like a lot of things that they're always going to be good for. Right. Like certainly, um, my, what's that med school. Well, yeah, I'm talking about even any, any college. Like I remember, yeah. uh, my ex-wife Anne, still, still friends. She went to NYU mm-hmm. and we would travel all over the world and run into somebody from NYU. Like it was mm-hmm. an alumnus and instantly you're in crap, you know, like right. it got us through doors. It got us through into parties. We weren't supposed to be at or whatever, but we could because she had this connection and just found out like that second. Right. Not mm-hmm. like, I know I had this friend from NYU. It's like, oh, you're from, oh yeah. What the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, well, we're going here tonight. You know, you should join us. It's like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So the, the alumni, the, the community of it is really good. I think it teaches you how to take care of business. You, you have deadlines. Mm-hmm. You have to, you, you have to work towards that. So I think that aspect of it is good. But I think that, and I, I'm, I'm being very honest and very real with with interns that we have, we, we are blessed by the grace of God to have, I've grown my company on um, the Belmont intern program and we get some great people, great people. Like out of all the interns I've had in the last five years, there's only two of them that were like major busts, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody else was really right there wanting to learn and, and do everything. But the stuff that I know that they teach is not accurate. And mm-hmm. specifically with social media marketing, which is a very yeah. changing thing. So I think if you're talking about school or you think about that, you're also going to be, there's a filter there, right? Oh, there's yeah. a filter of, 
of um, who's teaching, what the school wants you to know and doesn't want you to know. Um, and that's real stuff. That's real. I mean, they're taking stuff out of history books now because they don't want kids to learn about right. stuff. I mean, it's disgusting. So some of it you just have to know that, you know, what it's good for and what it's not good for and what you, what you can bank on and depend on and what you have to take with a grain of salt and decide for yourself if it makes sense or not, I think. You know. Yeah, and F chord is not going to change. Right. But are there faster, cheaper ways to learn it? <laughs> you yeah. know, as far yeah. as that goes. And yeah, about school, because I want to give I want to give a balanced, you know, argument on this, too, is, yes, there are a lot of people that came up through, say, Belmont or MTSU that the network. Yeah. The relationships is probably the most valuable part. Exactly. Some places like MTSU, you get some access to recording equipment, to studios, that kind of stuff, too. Mm-hmm. So that's something to take into account. Right. Um, but also it's the people you run into the friends you make, that sort of thing. I mean, Brad Paisley, Chris Dubois, and Frank Rogers all became friends at Belmont. And then they started Seagal together. And with kind of Chris as a lyricist and kind of the business guy, Frank as a producer and songwriter, and Brad as a songwriter and the artist. And they had this kind of triumvirate thing that, you know, this trinity that blew up and became Brad yep. Paisley. And Seagal is a very successful publishing company. And Frank has produced other hit artists. And like, um, oh, what's his name? Um, Hootie, Darius Rucker, and mm-hmm. other folks. So, you know, Same thing with Florida Georgia Line. They met at Belmont and started oh, okay. working together. Yeah. So a lot of people meet at places like that because you're in a, a target-rich environment, You know, a place where mm-hmm. you can meet a lot of people that are uh, similar to you. But the thing is, what if you're not able to transfer? What if you're already out of school and you got a job and got family? Like, I can't quit everything, go full-time at Belmont and go meet co-eds yeah. you know, in the dorm room and go play and hang out at night. What do you do then if you've already passed that kind of, or you just can't afford however many grand a year as a semester it is, a minute for Belmont or Vandy right. or whatever? Right. What do you do then? I mean, the thing is, I think if you have the ability to, to listen to this podcast, and obviously you do because you're listening, there's no excuse for you to put off your music, music education. I mean, believe me, if you want to get paid for like writing songs and for your music skills, you need to invest in yourself and your craft. Okay. Cause there are a lot of people competing against you for a spot on a record, on a stage or on a record label that are investing in themselves. Either they are doing a Belmont thing, a Berkeley thing, a Vandy or MPSU thing. Right. So how do you compete with that? You just be smarter about how you spend your time and your money mm-hmm. and you can do a lot of the education and even a lot of the same networking or a lot of similar networking without spending all that money on tuition. Yeah. Homework. As much homework anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I believe that, you know, a little time and or money invested in your craft can save you years and thousands of dollars of costly mistakes down the road. I, I think your learning curve can be so much faster just from listening to this podcast on your way to your day job or your way to school. You know, you can learn a ton and apparently, People like Shamalama Ding Dong or whoever left that, uh, <laughs> that review. I don't Sh- know. Shan- Shanalium. Yeah. Shanalium. Yes, that um, agrees, right? Yeah. I got an MBA in marketing and I value this more because you get in the real world stuff kind of as it happens. We're able to talk about this stuff as it's going on. But also, you know, the, the, the songwriting pro blog, there's their blogs all over the web, their membership sites, their interviews. You know, we host Know the Row events with, people in the music business over at freddy.com that you can join. And that's like five bucks a month and you can join and ask pros your questions. 
Mm-hmm. Get in front of people from anywhere in the world. And find out what's going on right now. Like what yeah, kind of solo up? cups are they selling this week in yeah. the music industry? You know, because it changes. Yeah, I mean, we we have a Play for Publisher event coming up with Scott Sherrod of Rare Spark Media. And, and we've already closed in taking closed down taking songs for that. Um, but the the 10 you know, songwriters that are, that are chosen will be able to sit in a virtual online room with Scott play the songs, get real world feedback from a real publisher in a real, this is like for real. If he really loves your song, he can really do something with it. Mm-hmm. And the advice is real in real and, time. And if he really likes you and thinks that, okay, you know what? This song isn't something that I can do with, but I think there's a good songwriter in here. Right. And he can start making a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And you know, Hey, when you're in town, stop by the office kind of stuff. Like that's just, I can't believe you only charge 10 bucks for that. Like, <laughs> I mean, honestly, what a great yeah. gig. I mean, what a, what a great, like for $10, even if you don't get into the top 10, you get to look at all that. All the replay. And, get the, that. and just hear how people are being critiqued and you find out they're mm-hmm. not monsters, right? right? He's not like, this totally blows. You should just go back to work at a McDonald's. Like, it's exactly. not like that, you know? No, not at all. <laughs> yeah. And that's, yeah, that's 10 bucks to submit a song. You get that hour and a half of, of replay if not the live event, you know, cause you're, you and your songs chosen the, the know the row events or, you know, if you're a Freddie member, which is like five bucks or less a month at this point, you can get to show up to those about once a quarter, often more and other stuff. I mean, it's, it's ridiculous the amount of stuff that's out there that you can educate yourself on at a minimal cost. And it's tightly, it's packed in there. There's not a lot, it's all killer, no filler kind of thing. If you find the right places to go where there's not a, a lot of waste of your time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know in school there's so much that I'm not using, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what I went to school for. Yes. Yeah. You know, and it's not because, I mean, I got my master's in business and I got my undergrad in human resources. Yeah, I don't do human resources. And some fields are much more technical where you do use a lot of that stuff you learn in school. Yeah. Most stuff isn't really that way. You get out and what, what's the first thing you have to do when you get a job? You got to get trained. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, let's skip that. Let's go straight to the training. Yeah. And, 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 to, and to, again, to provide balance to the argument here, mm-hmm. uh, there are still a lot of jobs out there that the, you can't even get the interview without the degree. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a degree that's relevant to what the interview is about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just has to be a college degree. You yeah. can have a bachelor's, you know, or don't even bother showing up because that's the company policy. Like we want you to have gone through college. Again, I think that filters out some people that know how to take care of business. They don't make excuses. Mm-hmm. There's still plenty of people who make excuses when they get out of college. Don't get me wrong, but right. it's, it's a little better fil- It's a better kettle of fish. Right? Yeah. Than- but I don't know how many of those are in the music business. That you must I, have a degree. I don't, yeah, no, 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 they're not. And, yeah, and okay. um, they're, they're not, but I'm just saying like, cause I, I could easily start bashing on some stuff, but I don't want to, I, right. you know, I see the pros and the cons. So I had a conversation last night. Um, there's a climber, her name's Annie Haby. She's uh, coming to Nashville. She's from uh, Philly. She's going to do six songs with, with me. We record cool. six song demos. We were picking, like she sent me a boatload of songs. And she's like, I'm not sure. Like out of my 250 songs I've written, these are the, the 30, I think she sent me that, I, that are the best ones, but I can't decide from there. Can you help me? I'm like, of course. So yeah. we went through them together and we were just talking and it's funny, like, first of all, she's a great, very naturally talented writer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like really, really strong. Uh, melody wise, um, l- lyric wise, pretty good. And she, you know, she digs deeper on some than on others, but I think that's every songwriter, right? You do, yeah. mm-hmm. you, do you know, it's just here and there. Yeah. The thing is, I, like, she just doesn't even listen to music because she's afraid of, like, she told me she's afraid, afraid of plagiarizing anything, you know? Oh, wow. And so <clears throat> I presented an alternate opinion i said look i said i i'll give you a personal example there's one time when i tried to as hard as i could to write don't let me down from the beatles mm-hmm. <laughs> and it came out like a really cool song but a completely twisted version of <laughs> <I just laughs> love the way that song starts the chord that it's on uh-huh. and, the, and the note that he's hitting it's just the tension is just so cool and uh i wanted that so bad i i just got done with it in the dust settled. i'm like this is nothing like that but i was trying as hard as i could to plagiarize that damn song <laughs> So I said, man, go for it. And I kind of turned around to Travis Meadows. I said, Mm -hmm. because she's a very raw, emotional writer. Mm -hmm. So like Travis, she goes like, here's what's happening to me today. Yeah. Doesn't pull any punches. And you're like, whoa, like, this is cool. Yeah. And you get the feels. And so I was like, man, you you go listen to him. And then I I also directed her to Brandy Clark's 12 stories record. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I think you're going to dig this because it's just real. It's just right. Real life. And I think these are two things that you would really like, but study them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like study that. And and like, you know, watch how they put those words together and stuff and, and how, because she has a natural ability for that. And I think a little inspiration, she's going to Lord knows where she's going to go. You yeah. know, like, and and how much does that cost? Yeah, <laughs> right. You see, whatever, however, you get access to those songs where you can listen to them again and again. And I mean, yeah. I used to get, you know, of course, I was always going to, you know, in Jonesboro where I went to college. It was, I think, it was Hastings, and going and and buying CDs mm-hmm. and, and all this stuff. And I'd go and I'd open it up, look at the lyrics, because back when they had lyrics and CDs, and they had CDs in stores, and they had stores in towns, yeah. and. I would I would copy them down or I'd type them up on the computer and print them off and, and keep them places where I could see them and just study these, what I thought were really stellar lyrics. Yeah. <clears throat> and what did that co- cost of a CD? Of course, now you don't even have to do that. Yeah. Yes. You know. In 30 um, seconds, you can access the lyric online and, mm-hmm. and the song on a streaming service. Yeah. I use Amazon Unlimited now for most of my listening. and. Mm-hmm. Can find stuff and a lot of times it has lyrics on there and bam yeah. there you are and that's what yeah. i do weekly to go through and study some current stuff i'm still doing that yeah. very inexpensive and so and that's the big thing is music music schools are not a bad thing i mean heck i haven't been to one so i can't say from experience but i know people that are making a living in the business that have been to those places so mm-hmm. obviously it's not gonna you know stop you from being successful or anything but a lot of you out there, a lot of you climbers out there can make big gains in your songwriting and in your music career with a lot less time while spending a lot less money. And I think that's, that's the important thing. We want to be as effective as possible and as efficient as possible. So, you know, and here's the deal. And here's, here's my segue. If you feel like you're ready to get more personalized focus attention, I have a good opportunity for you. Cause you I don't want to just, you know, say what you could do. I'm like, Hey, here's, here's an actual opportunity. Not just, you can do stuff cheaper and easier. Well, <laughs> Here's something you can do. <laughs> right. Listen, in April of uh, this year, and basically kind of every April, uh, so twice a year, I host the C4 experience and or C4X. And that's your opportunity to really focus in on writing more commercial songs. You get expert coaching in a small supportive community. There are only 10 songwriters that do this every six months. 
So it's a small group and it's online. So you can join us from anywhere in the world with an internet connection. So odds are, if you can listen to this, you can join us. Um, and tickets are on sale now. And like I said, it's limited to only 10 songwriters. I know there's less spots already available uh, than that at this point. So how, how do you find out about that? Just go to giftfrombrent.com, download my free ebook. Uh, Think like a pro songwriter, you get the free ebook. And then, which also is free education. And then it also puts you on the, on the songwriting pro insiders list to find out about opportunities like this. Uh, so that's one thing you can do. That's a step you can take today if you're interested in up in your, your music education. So tell them how long it is. Like it's, it's, yeah, it's, so it's not like a one time thing, right? It's no, it's every Tuesday night in April is on this okay. go round. So it's four Tuesdays. And so it's actually five. We do five, five nights. Tuesdays. And so what we do is the first 30 minutes, you get a free copy of my uh, workbook called cuttable. You get a free copy of that. And so you can, you do your homework ahead of time and we meet for the first 30 minutes is kind of reviewing the lesson that you did on your own time. And then each night we have two spotlight songwriters. And so they're 10, 10 writers, five nights, two each night. And for 45 minutes, we just do like a one-on-one coaching session, except, you know, we have some flies on the wall. The other writers are there to, to watch because a lot of times you can learn from other people's mistakes and strengths. Yeah. And so, They'll say, hey, here's a song I want to go over or here's some ideas or I have these questions. And so we're going one-on-one and then everyone else gets to watch that and also learn from that. And so each person gets a one 45-minute slot on that. They get the book, you know, and the review section each night. And then also, I mean, so you're there for like 10 hours of coaching for other songwriters, basically, uh, or nine hours, I guess, of coaching for other songwriters which is really valuable as well to be a fly on the wall and learn from, because a lot of times by the end of it, it's like, Oh yeah, you're making the same thing John was doing. And you know, two weeks ago, remember we talked about that. Da, da. It's that reinforcement stuff. So it's, uh, I mean, normally for coaching, I'm, I'm 150 an hour. And so this works out to about 20 bucks an hour. Yeah. You know, for the people that are there for the 10 riders that show up. So it's a, it's a lot better value, uh, but it's packed. So I encourage you to check that out. But if that's not for you yet, still podcast, blog, there are all yep. these places. Song title challenge. Song title challenge. Listen to that every, every other week. Yeah. So I hope you guys check that out. Um, but the bottom line is there's no excuse not to invest in your songwriting career. The, the time, you can be very efficient with it. The money can be very efficient and targeted with it. So don't think you have to quit your job, go live off student loans, and go to a music college. If you want to make a living in the music business, you don't have to do that. That's right. And, and if you're at MTSU, I mean, Odie's cool. Like yeah, Odie's great. Right. <laughs> he knows what he's talking about. He's got yeah. some number ones and he's still getting cuts and he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So that's right. Other ways as well. Yeah, that's right. You, you know, if, if, if the school will let him, you can see Odie on the side over by the seesaw and he'll t- tell you about songwriting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> kind of like talking sleep about. on my couch back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I love Odie, but anyway, all right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of another killer podcast episode. Um, join the climb community. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to the podcast, take 30 seconds, leave a rating and review five-star rating. If you can, if you like us and finally share it with somebody, put it up on your social media, tell other uh, artists, other songwriters, other musicians in your band, tell them about it because if there's something in there that's beneficial to you, odds are it could be beneficial to them. And if, uh, 
if you're feeling about it anyway, like uh, Shanna Liam is, mm-hmm. then uh, they're going to thank you for it. So uh, this podcast exists because we want you to win, guys. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.